Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the overcast voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time to ring the lunch bell as uh, we get into the food show. It's lunchtime, uh, which means less on a Saturday. Uh, than it would mean on any of the other days of the week when, you know, come noon, everybody's thinking about lunch. On Saturday, you either had breakfast uh, at, at home or maybe in a restaurant, or you have uh, uh, your your own ideas about this and just like skipping over uh, lunch and eating big tonight or having eaten big last night, uh, that's where you are, so you're just going to keep on going. And uh, all that works out pretty well, except for one thing. Uh, an, a lot of people do not eat out in restaurants or even in their homes on Saturday. And this is also true in restaurants. Restaurants, uh, that's why you can hardly find any of them open on Saturday for lunch, at least major places, the fast food and, and burgers and uh, roast beef poor boy places, and you know, that kind of thing. They are there. But if you want something a little more... Uh, a little more going on, I, this is not a good day to do it. I hate whenever anybody ans- asks that question. There are just a few restaurants open at that time. But anyway, uh, that's that's a minor consideration. We talk about food here from the top to the bottom. We'd love to hear from you about where you've been eating lately, uh, whether it was good or not, and uh, anything else on, on your mind. You're, if you're trying to work out a recipe for something that you can't quite uh, put together, call me. I don't know everything. As a matter of fact, relative to the number of recipes out there, I don't know hardly anything. So, But if we put together all of the people who listen to this program, and it is pretty good, uh, we can have uh, quite a lot of uh, information here, and we can answer almost any question. So uh, please give us a call. We're always waiting for you. It is not uh, a service that you have to pay for or anything like that. I'm very, very happy to see when anyone ever calls. And uh, we usually are pretty busy on this program, though. On Saturday, we're going all the way to 3 o'clock this afternoon, so we've got lots of time to, to fool around. 260-1870 is the telephone number. 260-1870. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm tempted to have a, a little guessing game here. There's no prize. But uh, let's see if anybody can figure this out. Uh, last night I went to dinner in uh, a, uh, a pretty well-known and very good restaurant. I'm not going to tell you what kind of restaurant it is because I want you to try to guess that. Uh, and sitting next to me, uh, just from out of nowhere, I, I said, you know, I know that guy. And then he uh, told, asked me if I was who I am. And it turns out it was... Uh, 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 <laughs> why, that's the first time. I'm going to tell you, I'll give you more clues as to this guy's uh, I- instrumentation, but he uh, came up with something that I thought was interesting. The kind of restaurant he uh, that we were both eating in at the time, uh, he was, 
his he, a, one of his uh, distinctive qualities uh, would fit right into such a restaurant. Okay, that's not a very good uh, uh, clue, but I'm going to give you more of them later. Let's see. Today is, uh, as you probably have been told a few times already, it's Groundhog Day. And you know the, the, the story of how that goes. On Groundhog's Day, allegedly, uh, the groundhogs, which are these animals that I came to know, uh, I, I never had any idea what they looked like or, or what they did, but I met a bunch of them uh, right after Katrina. We were in Washington, D.C. for a while, and my, my wife's sister's mother-in-law, I know that's complicated, Anyway, she lived out in the suburbs there, and they had a lot of wild uh, animals uh, like that, actual groundhogs. They are a lot bigger than I thought they were. They're about the size of cats, maybe even bigger than that. And they, uh, they, they're vegetarians, so what they're always doing is picking all the apples off your tree. And that's what I got to see. And the, the lady who let me uh, live in her... Uh, her uh, her basement for a while, my my wife's sister's mother-in-law. Uh, anyway, I was down there, and she said, would you do me a favor? Uh, and Of course I would, because she's letting me stay there uh, for free. Would you go uh, gather all of those apples over there and bring them in? So I did. It took me about an hour to pick up all the apples. And I said, well, what's the hurry? And she said, the, the groundhogs are eating them all. Uh, so these guys really can chomp it down. Uh here is the one uh, interesting thing to me about Groundhog Day. It is, they say it's, you know, um, uh, another, what is it, another two months of winter or something like that. You're going to get another two months of winter or, or spring, no matter which way you look at it, because uh, the 2nd of February is, in fact, the middle point of winter. So we're halfway through winter. That's all we got there. 260-1878. Did you say Henny? Did Hetty, Hetty, welcome to the food show. Eddie, welcome to the food show. Is this Eddie? I, I'm i uh, hoping it is. Okay, Eddie, welcome to the food show. <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. Uh, cold smoking of beef for a bit, if you would. Yeah. Uh, it well, takes a while. Uh, sometimes you can keep it going overnight. I've done that a few times most of the time it's more like about four to six hours depending on what meat it is and what you're trying to do okay uh i'm, I'm talking specifically about uh already sliced ribeye uh, steaks or possibly some inch inch and a half thick uh fillet tenderloin beef uh, uh normally you know pork yeah pork roasts they go 10 12 hours no problem but for a cold smoking technique this is where I would keep it in the refrigerator right up until the time you wanted to smoke it. Being uh-huh. cold, the hot smoke attaches to it much more readily. It's, it's a condensing process. Now, you don't want to cook the meat in the smoker, so you got to maybe put a temperature probe in there and watch it. But my question really related to uh, why don't more restaurants do it? I've only had smoked beef at two places locally. And it is so delicious when done properly. I'm wondering why more restaurants don't don't do it. Well, uh, I'll tell you the the thought that's rattling around in my mind is that I don't think personally that it's particularly good. I, I but I can understand that 
that you do, because I know a lot of other people who do. Is one of the places you found it, uh, Impostados? Yes, they run a special. Yeah. They uh, smoke With fillet. Some, yes, For, yes. Good size fillet too, and uh, yes. and he smokes it before he he puts it out there, and that works pretty well. But I find it it's a very subtle smoking uh, flavor around there. Correct. Uh, it's not like a pork where you really no, want to overpower no. it and then slather it with sweet tomato-based sauces and things. No. Well, that might smoked be going too far. Yeah. Smoked beef is very subtle. Yeah. Well, it would just about have to be because it's not going to pick up too much of the smoke. And uh, I, I know of people who who start off with ice cold um, anything and then put it in and let it go really slowly. Uh, I, I don't know if it's worth the time personally. But, I, again, I tell you, uh, this is something that if you love it, you love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, and well, there it is. Your, your reaction is not unfamiliar. I've had a party full of maybe 15 guests, and I'd say a good third of them just were completely turned. Maybe it was just something too different for them or just wasn't something they wanted, but uh, a good 70% said that was the most outstanding piece of beef they'd ever had. So I'm going to start smoking it a bit more frequently. Yeah, well, let me know how that goes. Uh, I've, I've, I've done it a few times. And uh, also, you're talking about filet and maybe ribeye, maybe sirloin strip. We're not talking about brisket here, right? Oh, no, no, no. Brisket yeah, is a, a whole other program. That's right. That's yeah. different. We're not talking brisket. That Again, that's something you have to go low and slow, long time. To cold smoke, you just want to impart a smoked flavor to the steak. You're not trying to cook it there. Yeah. Cooking is done later. Uh, you know, you grill or uh, uh, blacken it in a skillet, however you prefer your steak's done. But uh, you want it cold, and you really don't want to expose it for more than 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, otherwise, the internal yeah. temperature of the steak gets too hot. Yeah, well, that's if you got it fired up pretty good. You can you can have a really low flame too. Well, but, it's low uh, smoke. Uh, it's yeah. it's uh, it's uh, an interesting thing. Good luck with that. Oh, I enjoy it. Yeah. I just didn't yeah. know why more people didn't do it, and perhaps it's because yeah. of the strange reaction some do. But I just advise the your listeners out there if if you're at all experimenting with your smoker, please yeah. consider a cold smoke on a ribeye. There's recipes uh-huh. all over the internet, and it's worth a shot at least once. Yeah, if I were going to do it with any cut of beef, I think the ribeye would be the way to go because uh, it has so much fat scattered all around, and the fat absorbs more smoke flavor and, and aroma than not having, you know, than a, like a fillet, which is not a particularly good cut to use for that, in my opinion, of course. Yes. So, uh, I, all right. I, well, nice I agree with that. everything you've said, but that's not to take anything away from what Impostatus does with it. If yeah, you don't want to take the time and you're just curious how it tastes, give them a not, shot. Not not fast food, that's for sure. No, 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 All right, no, no, well, no well, well, thank you very much. See you later. Right, appreciate your time. Show. Good day. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We will come back with more in just a moment. After first, if you will, this, you are listening to The Food Show, Saturday edition. This is the one where we really get to have some fun because my program during the week, which is exactly like this one, really, it's not, not hardly at all different, uh, but we have a different bunch of people who call me and a different bunch of people who are listening, I imagine. And so uh, uh, we uh, we really get some great uh, answers and some great questions, too. We'd love to hear from you, 260-1870. And waiting for us on the green phone is Tom. What do you know? Well, here I am, Tom. 
Okay, Tom, let's go a trip down memory lane. I love doing that. Seafood restaurant in Mandeville that ain't there no more. It oh. was on Florida back in the 90s, right across the street from where the Dairy Queen used to be. And I think the name of that one at that time was Mandeville Seafood. Oh, really? It's, it's not, it, no, um, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, the Mandeville Seafood of today. Uh, was, uh, that, that I don't know, but uh, that that doesn't ring a bell for me at all. Uh, it was. Uh, I've, I've only mom. lived on the North Shore for thirty years, so I've uh, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, t- and where was it exactly? Across from it, the. Uh, uh, okay, where the Dairy just, Queen was, uh, Sias now has that little uh, mini mall just on uh, the yeah. left hand side of it. That street that goes in there. It would be mm-hmm. just past. That little mini mall right there oh. back in the building is still there. Never was much of a, a building on the outside. That place was great. A mom and pop kind of thing. The brothers had the boats. Uh, uh, the uncle, somebody had the nets and everything in there. And the rest mm. of the family did the cooking kind of like. Had the little red, uh, white checkered uh, tablecloth on the table. The silverware was uh, wrapped up in a... Uh, linen uh, napkin sitting on the table when you came in, and uh, and it it it, it, it was and the food was great. You know what? Wait before I I ask anything. Would you turn your radio down, please? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Off would be even better. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're I'm back. sorry. Oh, no problem. Yeah. It happens. Uh, all right. So uh, you know what? I I think I am getting a a, a feeling for this. Was this the place that was like half of it was like a French market, where they were doing produce and everything else, and they were also doing boiled seafood? Oh no, 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 no! Not that, that place. That, okay. That, no, that that place, the original one in there was terrible. Then somebody else picked it up, and I went in there and went, "Wow!" And it was uh, real, real good already, for a while, and then it kind of you know, they, faded it back into. Well, the, what he, I think what he did is he got too big too quick. He opened up and put in that big old uh, dining area over there. He bought a, uh, yeah. rented another, another half of a or another storefront or whatever, well, you know, and attached it. He didn't. He didn't know a whole whole lot about the restaurant business or the food business, but he did know a lot about how to ha- make customers happy, and uh, he was serving USDA prime beef in that place, and his produce was. Uh, was terrific, and if you would go in there and you'd buy X amount of produce from him, he would grab like six or seven other things that might have been like a couple of days away from going into the garbage can. But you oh, know, there's a lot of that kind, there's a lot of that yeah, kind of food that would be nice to get your hands on, actually. So uh, yeah, that that produce store in the beginning, back in the early nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah. that was yeah. that was great. But uh, I think what that guy did is he kind of got greedy. And uh, I think he uh, started raising his rates, and the tenants in there weren't staying very long. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, uh, you right, know that. I, I don't know the name of the restaurant that we started talking about there, but let's put it out to the crowd and see what we get. Uh, I'm, I'm going to probably I'm gonna, I would I would bet money on it that it was Mandeville Seafood. Okay. Uh, that doesn't ring a bell with me, but let's see what we turn up here. Okay. Thank you, Tom. See ya. Bye. All right, Tom. Thanks a lot. Two six zero. Bruce joins us over here on the yellow phone. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm doing swell. What about you? 
<laughs> good. I'm doing real good. He he may have either been thinking of the old Louie and the Redhead ladies that was in that little yellow shack. Yeah, but how – Or French Market you know, how Seafood, you, that was it. That was the one oh, I just asked about. French that had the uh, Farmer's Market. They did, yeah. It was uh, it was, and it they was had the pretty little good place in its there. The, yeah, that, that but anyway. That family is now in the jewelry business. Yeah, the brother is, yeah. <clears throat> and um, I think the dad retired and the brother's in the jewelry business. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> the other thing I wanted to tell you, I know you talk about um, – Oh, shoot, the hamburger place on Veterans, um, The Grill. Oh, The Grill or yeah. The Grill. <laughs> but anyway, and it's uh-huh. good. But I, I got to tell you, Ben, if you haven't had a, um, a hamburger over in Mandeville, it's triple nickel. Their hamburger's out of control. Now, you know, there's a place, whenever anybody calls me, I know in advance what they're going to say. They're going to say they love it, and they do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a, I've never had a good meal there. Really, I, I've I've tried four or five times, and it just I don't know. It's just not not happening yeah. for me. But well, you know, his family that and them, they the ones that. No, I know they, he and yeah. his family are the ones that own Dini's, but um, in in the French Quarter. But the um, the hamburger is really good, and um, and they actually make their crab cakes, homemade crab cakes, and their crab cakes are unbelievably good. But um, well, I've crab never had anything else other than that. Thing. There ought to be a law yeah. that makes a very yeah, strong distinction between stuffed crabs and crab uh, crab cakes because they right. have all the same ingredients but just arrayed differently in, in different amounts. A crab cake ought to be almost entirely crab meat, jumbo lump crab meat. Oh, uh, yeah, that. Whereas yeah. if you're doing a stuffed crab, you can have a lot of, uh, of breadcrumbs, a lot of egg in there holding it together, uh, onions, you know, all the rest of it. And they're both good, right. but they're different from one another, and one of them's like twice the price of the other one. So, oh yeah. Well, I just uh, got like five pints of crab meat today, and and um, uh, but I tell you what, if you get Zatarain's crab cake mix in a box, it's actually yeah. really good. But you um, know, uh, but that may gotta... be taking that may be taking over the world. Those uh, those pre-mixed mixes. My wife is is really crazy about them. She uses them all the time for all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, and, and, but you got to add eighty percent crab meat. I can't see anything wrong with it. What? Yeah, but anyway, yeah. but anyway. So, but I just wanted to let you know. But the grill was good. But yeah. I tell you what, the hamburger over there is just really, really, really good. All right, Even, I, I and then will... I know you live in Covington. So, yeah. I mean, and I know you live up in Covington, but also Tap Room's got a fantastic hamburger. Uh, okay. I, 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 well, thank you very much. I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just rushing along here because it's time for the news from a, uh, from CBS. Hang tight, it's the food show. Coming to you every uh, Saturday that we can fit in between the baseball games and the football games and the and the basketball games. But uh, we're here today, full show, till 3 o'clock. And uh, we will also be here next week, next Saturday, and next Sunday, too. So I uh, uh, hope to hear from you on any of those. And uh, waiting for us right now, we have, uh, let's see, Roy, I think, is first. Roy, welcome. It's Roy Pico, one of your good friends. Oh, hello and there. I, welcome. Yeah, well, Good to hear uh, you from know, uh, I, I, I thank you for mentioning the pecan smoked fillet. That's one of Joe Impostato's specials, and you've had that there, I'm pretty sure, because you've been there many times. It's great to hear your voice and, and let me in to, to, uh, to say hello to you. <laughs> oh, that, that's, uh, that's nice. Well, you know, it's, uh, that's, that's also I'm, what uh, Joe used to say. Well, you know, when we were on radio, we did a little broadcast from there. We we used to, you know, kick some stuff around, and uh, of course, I'm the singer there. Like, it's my 27th year, 
uh, actually so low for the last 18, this this whole century. It's okay. been a, a joy for my to let, to let me sing songs you can't find on the radio anymore. And that's, that's been a thrill. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny. I woke up in the middle of the night last night, and there was uh, there's this radio station. It's an internet radio station, uh, in which the, there's one of the things that they play. They play some very offbeat music, uh, but hmm. they have uh, a guy who was a member. He was the singer on the. Uh, 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 oh, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the the. the uh, the band's name, but anyway, he was talking about his career doing that, and and then playing the songs that he was in over a period of something like forty years, and it was wow. fascinating because all of that music, you you would be looking a long time before you'd find that music, and there's so much of it out. You know, we we love it here, you know, so we're always after it, even if we never li- didn't like it when it was first out. Well, it, it lives on, and of course yeah. they don't write like they used to write anymore. You know, and like you say, oh, most true. of my stuff's, most of my stuff, Sinatra and and Tony Bennett known. And you know, I, I, I do some things that uh, were in between that. But you, in fact, you've shared the mic with me on many occasions doing Frank Sinatra. And of course, I couldn't oh, even yeah, work there. I'd, but. I'd better say who this is. Uh, uh, Roy uh, is uh, the guy who does the singing over at Impostados. Oh, okay. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? Well, thank you for that mention, and I, and I, I caught I caught you mentioning. You're still there, aren't you? Oh yes, the 27 yeah. years, uh, and solo for the last 18. All of this century, I've been the solo singer there. I was behind somebody else at first. Well, I've been there since '92, so, and it's been. It's, Joe, Joe has said. You're going to be 90. Of course, I'm 84. He's 90. He's 80. So we got a little ways to go, but I got the job till I'm 90 if I can hang on to it. But it's yeah. been it's been a pleasure. Well, you know, you set a standard, and and at uh, the Impostados uh, restaurant on the North Shore, mm-hmm. uh, we go there uh, pretty often because we live over there. And yes. uh, they have a, a singer there. I thought it was one, but it turns out it's several of them who take different shifts. And they're much hmm. younger than you or I are, and uh, and they, they they do the same kind of music that you do, but uh, uh, in in a stranger sort. Of, it's almost like uh, karaoke. Um, anyhow, uh, it, that's uh, the idea is so good that it's spreading around. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's good. It, it'll be around a while. In fact, on the South Shore. On the North Shore, yeah, South Shore, we are, we're probably the only ones that are doing what I do, you know, on the old stuff that I can think of, or at least I haven't heard anybody doing it. So it, it's kind of it's kind of rare, but it's kept me in the business for a long time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I always enjoy seeing you there and, and with your wife, usually. And, and me uh, too. So uh, let's see, what are the days that you're uh, you're appearing well, over there? I, yeah, it's coming back to Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yeah. Well, that's not those bad. are the nights. Those are the nights I'm there, uh, and that's that's doctors' orders. I got. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it was just too much without resting between the voice, and and that I was the orders imagine. of my. Yeah. And I, that was the orders of my doctor. Yeah. Joe said, "You've been with me for a long time. Just pick the night you want." So those are nights when he's really not that packed, so he can put me on. Because yeah. Saturday yeah. night is it's it's a, a well, you're on the reservation. You're not yeah. going to sit anywhere. Yeah. 
But well, Roy, uh, it, it's it's always great hearing from you, and I would listen to you more if we were doing our weekday show. But we get a lot more demands over uh, here on Saturday. So, uh, but I'll see you over there, uh, Roy Piku. He's the singer at Impostados in Metairie. Thank and you so much for and I look pleasure. forward to seeing you. Yeah, you I'll betcha. You. I hope so. Okay. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And uh, over here, do we still have Mike hanging on? Mike? Mike. Well, he was there yes. a minute ago. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Hello? Mike, come on in. <laughs> Good afternoon. Hey, we're going uh, We're going to Canal Place to see a movie tonight, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. And huh. we're going to my, – my friend made a reservation to go see the um, – or to go to a place called Peters and Poitras. Peters you heard about Poitras? it? No. Must have yeah. just opened. Okay. Yeah. We uh we're going we're gonna try it. But we have you tried uh I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. We just went there the other night. Kavan or Savan C A V A N? Uh yeah, that's that's the Middle Eastern restaurant, uh well Israeli to be exact. Uh if it's the place. No, no, I'm no, thinking. no. You're thinking no? you're thinking of you're thinking of Saba. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, no, C A V A N. That was very good. That was oh, very good. They, oh, oh, gr- oh, 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 yeah. That's a totally different. Uh, that's a uh, totally different thing. This is the one in the hotel. Yeah, I guess you, it's in a, an old mansion, uh, right oh, on Magazine Street. Oh, okay. Street. Oh, yeah. This is the, okay. Now we're we're homing in on it. Uh, this is uh, about a half a block away from uh, uh, the Ace Hardware store. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, fantastic restaurant. Really, really nice interior. Great wine list. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, really it's, enjoyed uh, it. Had- it has it has really come along a lot since they first opened. I think, it, as a matter of fact, it's a good example of why you shouldn't go to brand new restaurants because at the beginning they were a little off and a little too strange for for the average diner. But they've really come around, and the last few times I've been there, it's been terrific. Hey, listen, yeah, uh, I, I would talk to you more, but I, I, it's time to take a break, and and you know and. Then we and if we don't do that, there is no shelf, you know. See ya. We'll be back with more of the food show in a moment. But first, please, this. Welcome back. You are listening to the food show, coming to you on the Big Eight Seventy WWL and WWL One Hundred Five Point Three FM. Uh, hey, did you know uh, that this program, or one very much like it, because it's it's same host, same concept, same station, same everything, really. Uh, we are on the air every day from 3 till 5 in the afternoon, and we actually keep it going for another hour after that. It takes actually two hours all the way to 7 o'clock. The second two are uh, reruns of the first, in case you're too busy while you're taking the kids home from school or whatever it is you're doing at that time of day. Anyhow, uh, same show if you like this one, you'll like that one because it's exactly the same. Hope you do, though, because we're always uh, struggling a little more uh, getting people to call us. We have a lot of people listening, but uh, I wish we had more people calling. That's on our weekday show, though. And here on the Big W, you know, or no, the Big 870, we are here uh, on on Saturdays and, and Sundays, too, sometimes, and having a great time because the number of people who call us is so much better and so much more interesting and, uh, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. 260 one eight seventy is our telephone number. Judy is here on the green phone. Judy. Oh, Tom, I'm first one. Hi there. Hello. Oh, hi. hi. How are you? I'm doing I have great. A question for Come you this. Thank you. I have a question for you. Um, 
friends were talking about a place that used to be on Veterans, mid, uh, beginning part of Veterans, rather, or middle. Um, it was the Steak and Ale that's not no longer there. But yeah, was there that, not that was another steak restaurant? Yeah, I know. It's long gone. Um, but is there was there not a second restaurant right there in that same area that's not there anymore? <laughs> yeah, there were two of them. Uh, I know. And they were all chains, and they were all mediocre to, to an extreme degree. Right. Although I thought that the uh, the one you brought up was actually the best of the bunch. They they came up with one great idea over there. They would do I'm, – I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was the it had a British sort of a sounding name, and it was a steak. Uh, I don't think it was a fillet. I think it was maybe a strip, or it was something else a little bit off the – off the beam, but w- what they did with it is that they marinated it in pineapple juice before they, mm-hmm. and then they would put a good bit of uh, of uh, seasoning on it, and what came out of there was was actually pretty good. I thought that, uh, for, uh, for, and for a a restaurant like that, a chain restaurant, they had another one uh, on on the West Bank, so they, they were have, around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've been around all across. They're still in Florida, and I know they can, something about Texas, but I don't know. Yeah, but no, I just wondering. <laughs> do Do you have a sec? Do you remember the name of the second one that was there? The second. There was one. It started with a B. Uh, B. And it, uh, it started with a B. Oh, Bennigan's. B. That's it. Bennigan's. Bennigan's. Oh, Bennigan's. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then there they, was another one. Then, then there was. Uh, uh, oh gosh! It, it was it originally was in the uh, in the CBD and then they moved out to Metairie. And no, not O'Henry's. It's not wasn't that well known. It was named for the guy who owned the place. Now, if I could only oh. remember that, I would uh, oh. tell you what it was. And he was pretty good too because he was buying uh, prime beef. Oh, okay, there. on veterans yeah. too. On veterans, I, mean, uh, I think it was actually on Severn on the lake oh. on the on the river side of veterans. Is it's about a about a block oh. in, and oh, oh right gosh, there, I, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just it's on the tip of my tongue. I remember it was run by a guy <laughs> who named named the restaurant for himself, and he was he was an attorney, but he wound up being uh, you know reasonably good running restaurants. I don't know what happened to him. No, I don't recall that one at all. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you. your input. We were reminiscing and came up with that old wet restaurant. Uh, well, Sal and Judy. Black magic. Well, yeah. well, nice talking to you. See you later. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, that's that's an interesting uh, part of our program is that people like to call up and tell me about restaurants that have been closed for 40, 50 years. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I don't mind at all. I mean, all this reminiscing, it's almost like a contest. We will. Uh, are you ready for a, a, a break? Okay, we will return with more of the food show after first, please. This Welcome back. You are listening. I hope. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. Our number is 260 if you've heard any of the questions that have come up on our program so far today and you know the answer, how about calling us? Somebody said that the other steakhouse, there were three chain steakhouses in about maybe a four to six block uh, stretch of Veterans Highway right around Clearview. Uh, I'm sorry, not around Clearview, around uh, uh, well, the Severn. Yeah, okay, that's it. And uh, anyway, somebody said Sharkies, but that wasn't one of the ones we were thinking of. I, I only vaguely remember that. 
Uh, 260-1870 is our number. Uh, Mary is uh, waiting for us to um, walk her direction, and here we are. Oh, Tom, um, I wanted to go down memory lane way back into the 60s. <laughs> and uh, my husband and I used to go, um, you know, over the causeway. And uh, that was before it was developed over there. And they had a little mom-and-pop restaurant. I don't know if you remember it called Omeyer's. Omeyer's? I think it was. I think it was that was the name. A little small wooden building. Mm. It was well, delicious. With, with, with a name like that, uh, O my O H M Y. I'm not sure. It was something like that. Um, you don't remember it then. No, I can't say I do. I didn't move over there until 30 years ago. Oh, no, so we didn't move over there. We yeah. would just go over there for the day. Yeah. And they well, were that's, that's developed over there. And they had the well, best food. Well, um, Anyway, somebody might call in about it. Yeah, maybe so. And, and But let me just make sure I have this. It's like O-H-M-Y. Oh, I don't know how to spell it. I'm just using my memory. It was something like oh my. I may be pronouncing oh, it yeah. wrong, but it was a mom and pop mm. restaurant that had the best food. And once they started developing over there, they just closed down. Mm. Um, you know, it might have been at the, you know, they made that. It was an old, you get off the causeway, it was just an old road that went right to Covington. It wasn't real uh-huh. yeah, that's about popular right. back then. It wasn't developed. But if anybody remembers uh, it, it had the best food. I do kind of remember that because uh, when I was a kid, uh, my my uh, my brother-in-law, I guess he uh, he, uh, he used to like to go to the the park up in in, in Covington, the uh, uh, name for the little stream that runs through there. Oh yeah, we the used park. To go there yeah. All the time. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks okay. for bringing it up and keep listening. Somebody might come up with the uh, with the data on that. Joe is here. Did I hear that right? Welcome to the food show. Come on in. Hey, Tom. How are you today? I'm fine. Nice. It looks like the the sky is opening a little. Got a food question for you. Yeah, got a food question for you. I was cooking um, some boiled eggs for recipe, and I noticed one of the eggs was floating in the water. uh, You know, after about five or six minutes, is that egg still good? No, wait a minute. Was this an uh, was this an egg that you had broken open and done something with, uh, or was it just a no, whole egg? Was, it was a whole egg, and the other ones were at the bottom, but yeah. this one was floating. I didn't know if that would be still good or not. Uh, I've never I've never heard that uh, come up before. But if I were worried about it at all, I mean, my rule of food safety is is easy to follow. When in doubt, mm-hmm. throw it out. And in the case exactly. of one egg, eggs are so cheap that if I had any 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 uh, reluctance about eating it, I would just throw it away. But I don't think there's okay. anything wrong with that. Okay, I just thought you yeah. might might have run across. That. Well, may, we might Thank have some uh, some chicken farmers out there, uh, and if that sounds un, unlikely, this. A lady right across the street from where I live who uh, does, in fact, raise chickens. And so I'm going to ask her next time I see her if, if an egg floats. Is that okay? I, I, I think it is. Sherman, did you say? Did I hear? Sharon. No, I was close. Sharon, yes. welcome to the food Hi, show. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hi, good. Good. Uh, just a quick story about uh, steak and ale. Yeah. We're from New Orleans, but we had to live in Indianapolis for a while. Oh, um, sorry. And they... I know. <laughs> it was a long while. Anyway, 
because they were so prudish, excuse me, anybody from Indiana, they -hmm. could not have a sign or a name of a restaurant steak and ale because that referred to beer. So they changed the name for that one location to Jolly Ox. Oh, really? Now, I do think I I remember that. It must have been in several places that didn't want that name. And their first uh, menu was on a cleaver, and I still have that. (laughs) That's a great idea. 50 years old, yeah. (laughs) As long as somebody doesn't go nuts with you. Yeah, you had what? <laughs> I have a TGIF Fridays. Their first menu were appetizers mm. were like thirty-five and fifty cents. <laughs> so you know, I'm holding uh, on that, to those. That's an interesting. Uh, the uh, uh, I'm sorry. Tell me the name of it again. Yeah. The one you just said. Uh, TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. Or yeah. TGI yeah. Fridays was was created by the same guy that later did the. Uh, the uh, steak place that was in the front in the CBD for a while, uh, no kidding. Will- Smith and Walensky. It was the same same no guy kidding. opened up both. He made his he made his main fortune out of TGI yeah. Fridays, and uh, huh. I interviewed him once on the air, and I said, uh, "Well, I, I think if if what I have seen means something, that you have really started a trend, and that <laughs> uh, you it was a great idea." And he said, "Well." You might find this strange, but the reason that we succeeded so much was not that we knew that much, but that the uh, birth control pill had just come out. <laughs> and and all of a sudden, everybody stopped going to the movies. They went out to places like TGI Fridays, which was a much classier, bigger deal kind of a restaurant then than it is now. And, oh, uh, yeah, and he days. said it, it overwhelmed us. I mean, we had people who were here on dates, and that's about it. <laughs> so, huh. And, you know, yeah, something? timing is everything. Timing is everything. <laughs> I declare right. it's interesting. Thank you for okay, calling. Well, nice hearing from you. Yeah. See ya. It's the food show. That's a true story, by the way. On FM, on HD, on Skywave, and online, this is WWL Radio New Orleans and WWL FM HD1, Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next over most of these same frequencies from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. We'll be back with more of the food show after the news. Stay tuned. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.